The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Is that what this is about, Mom? No, all right? Yeah, it sure doesn't help reminding me what a great lady she was. When you've been married for 35 years, and you never thought there'd be anybody else. And one day, you hear yourself say, I love you to another woman. Well, maybe then you'll understand what I'm going through. It's probably natural to feel that way. My God, I understand exactly what you're going no, through. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't understand at all. Dan, there was a time back when my first marriage was breaking up. I was talking to Mom. I said, all right, Mom, give me one good reason for me to ever let myself fall in love again. She said, because I said so, and I'm your mother. And that, in a way, is very cute. That's Fraser, And in a, way, in a way, it's very poignant. And how do you move on? If you have gone through a divorce, or if you lost a loved one, a partner that had been with you for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, how do you move on? Especially when you may have told yourself, I, there's no way I can move on. I can't love anyone else. I can't go through it again. I can't go through this pain again. How do you... Work with yourself so you can open up the possibility of finding a romantic partner again. That's one of the many questions you can call and ask me about. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. The show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and uh, hopefully find some good tips or good directions you can go in. Right now, I want to welcome Kristen to the phone. Kristen? Hello. Hi, Kristen. Hi. Hi. You're having trouble with a good friend that moved away? Yes. Yeah, tell me what happened. Okay, well, um, she actually lived here uh, with me for a while. You know, we lived in the uh, same town. And uh, she actually helped me through a very difficult time in my life. Uh, Then she moved quite a far distance away, and uh, we mainly just contact each other through email or, like, social networking and things of that nature. Well, um, we had a few, few, like, differences, like, kind of tips here and there over the years, but... uh, she recently kind of cut off all, like, ties with me, and, um, you know, I kept trying to contact her and ask her why, like, through friends and other means, and finally she told me, she said, listen, she said, I can't, I can't keep talking to you on the social network, she said, like I normally do, you know, I had to cut you off, because she said, my friends, some mutual friends of ours, she said, don't like you, and I said, well, why, and she refuses to tell me why, she said she does know, but she can't tell me, and they won't talk to me, and um, everything is just this, like, huge mess or something because you you understand, like, she's been my best friend for years, and she pretty much said to me, well, if I had to choose between them and you, I would choose them because I grew up with them, and that's just the way it is. And she pretty much said, "Um, you do it my way or the highway, or I won't speak to you. And this just really hurt. I mean, seeing that it's coming from my best friend, and I'm not really sure what to do to kind of sever the ties. I mean, she's someone dear to me. I don't want to lose her. Yeah, what sense do you make of it? It really makes no sense to me, except for, obviously, I angered her and her friends somehow, but if I'm not sure what I've done, I can't really write it. So um, I, I'm basically just asking them, you know, for some way to write things, but if people aren't willing to give that, how do you, you know, move on through this? And she apparently seems okay or comfortable with this arrangement, like, I'll just kind of talk to you on the sly and not say anything, but it's... Right. It's I, I sense that our relationship's not, you know, what it was, and um, I don't feel comfortable with this either. Um, oh, well, I certainly wouldn't. 
Okay, yeah. let me tell you what I'm hearing is that she's left you with a nightmare. She's not saying, listen, you lied about X, Y, or Z, or you cheated, or you stole something, or you uh, caused a breakup in or a marriage or something, you know, you, you had an affair with so-and-so, and therefore I'm leaving you as a friend. If she gave you some concrete reason as to why she's turned away from you, then you could sit and say, okay, is it true or not? If it's true, if you, you know, cause the breakup of a marriage deliberately and, you know, with with malintent, then that's one thing. If you didn't do that at all, then you'd say, well, she's got erroneous information and at least you could evaluate it. But she's left you with, from what you've said, nothing. Right. I mean, um, we well, we had a falling out somewhat prior to this, but uh, we talked it out among ourselves, and and we worked it out. And she well, assured me, you know, I'm not mad at you, and you know that was the way it was. And she just kind of cut me off, and I'm thinking maybe she still is mad at me. And then she told me, yeah? I'm not mad at you, and I'll talk to you on the slide. But it's my friends who are mad at you, and I'm thinking, oh, why are your friends mad okay. at me? They have no, they don't know anything about this. Like there's no reason. I'm not sure if she said something to them, and that's why they're mad. And I, I'm not like I don't honestly know what to go on. See. It's very confusing. Okay. okay. So she's willing to keep a relationship with you on the sly, but it makes it feel a little sly, a sleazy or something, right. like like right. you're second fiddle to her. So yes. so if she confided in the friends and told them something, what was the falling out about? Do you just in essence, I don't need the grab Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like there's been many like failed expectations over the years. I mean she she told me she would do a lot of things and she never followed through. Such and she as, always yeah, give me an example. Them. She always has excuses for reasons why, you know, something didn't happen. And um, finally, this last time, she promised me something. And she told me, oh, well, I promised someone else something, like I kind of overbooked myself. And I obviously became upset at the time. And I said, well, that's not right, because you've been promising me, like, certain things for a while. And I don't understand why you made this decision. I don't even see why it's important, really. Okay. What did and, she promise What did she promise you that she got? Well, because she lives quite a long, far distance away, she promised me many times I could come and see her, you know, or she would come see me. And, I mean, I even went so far as, like, buy a plane ticket, like, yeah. out there. Yeah. And after I bought the plane ticket, she knew that it was non-refundable. I made this very clear. And mm -hmm. then she tells me, oh, I'm sorry, I overbooked something, and I'm going to, I'm going okay. to help Okay, is she trying girl. to hide something? Is it, Was this a partnership you had with her, or just a best friend no. relationship? No, she's been my best friend for several years, and... This is the way I kind of feel. And then, she, and then she's telling me, and these particular friends of hers, I mean, that she claims that grew up with, they hurt her very deeply. And there was a time when one of these particular friends, she told me, I never want to speak to her again. I mean, she hurt me so badly. You know, she turned her back on me in the time of need, you know, when I needed her and told me, well, make your bed and I'll go lie. And I mean, this is during a very difficult, like, divorce or something in her life. And um, and. I understood why she felt that way, and, you know, I've never done anything to betray her trust or anything of that nature. And this is what the blow-up is about, and she felt like I sh And um, I got really upset, you know, when, when she told me that. I couldn't come see her, and I didn't know the girl that she said, you know, she was going to go see, but I said, well, I told her specifically, I said, I'm going to talk to this girl because I want to know what's going on, why why she needs you, like, to help her. Is there some kind of problem here? Yeah. And I offered to help, and she says, and... Um, she wouldn't give me anything. So I went yeah. and talked to this girl, and I told her, so it wasn't behind her back. I went and talked to the girl, and I said, look, yeah. this is my friend, and do you understand, like, what's going on here, why I want to see her? I haven't seen her in several years, and I don't know 
what happened, but apparently word got back to my friend that, you know, I spoke to her, even though I told my friend prior to that. Okay. And my friend got really mad and said, well, you shouldn't have done that, you know. Okay, so she felt like it was outside her control, that she confided in you, you took it in your own hands and did something. Um, right. And she's really hurting about that, about the trust issue with you now. Right. But about, she said she forgave me and everything was fine between us. Yeah, but you know something? Friends, okay, but... Yeah, but she can forgive you, but she can still like you, but still not value you as much. I mean, that did damage to a relationship. And so that gives you a little inkling. She also may be enjoying the other people more, which always hurts. Sometimes, I don't know when you were little kids, but we would have friendships and then they would break up because somebody likes so-and-so better in grade school. that, That happens with adults, too, with all of us that somebody just floats and they want a new experience with new people. Um, What you can do is not beat up on yourself, number one. You can own responsibility for maybe having uh, done something that that you, in reflecting, wish you hadn't done. Yeah, in in a sense, I wish I hadn't sent anything to a friend. I mean, I just Right. I was just trying to prove my point. Like, I'm really angry, and I don't think you're understanding why I'm so upset. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, but you can you can do that, but then don't beat up on yourself anymore. I once had a whole schoolyard turn against me and decide not to be my friend, and they never told me why. Man, that that carried through for so long. Don't make it an identity issue. Don't beat up on yourself, Kristen. Own responsibility just for what you did and no more. Don't think that you're an awful person because of this. And I would look for better friendships. I mean, it doesn't seem like she's a good friend to you. It really yeah. hurts, though, because we yeah, were no. such good friends you for know several what? years. Why? If you want to hold on for a second, I'll talk to you during the break. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and when we return... Ah, when I first went to graduate school, I studied ink blots and Freudian therapy and behavioral therapy. And then a new therapy came on the scene. It's cognitive therapy, which in my opinion is the current gold standard of therapy. So what is it? I will be talking with Dr. Jeff Riggenbach, who developed a cognitive treatment program at a hospital. And we will talk, explain exactly what cognitive therapy is and how it might help you. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. When a person does something irrational, thoughtless, or immoral in relation to a romantic partner and is asked, why did you do that? A common answer is, I don't know. Often this really means I don't want to know, which means I don't want to introspect because I do not want to face up to what I might find. Such evasion not only puts you out of control of your actions, it undermines any romantic potential. If you don't know why you act as you do and thus can't trust yourself, how can any partner trust you? Introspection is essential for making yourself lovable. Be objective about yourself. Living in a subjective fantasy world or playing a role to gain the illusion of self-esteem is self-destructive and destroys romance. Acknowledging your flaws is the first step towards self-improvement. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.